Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And I, if, if you want to know the caliber of my guest today, let, let me just tell you this before I even introduce him to you. He is, is doing a challenge this year, 2023, to do a video a day on TikTok. That is 365, if there's still that many days in a year, that is 365 videos this year for TikTok, which will then be multiplied over other platforms as well. And so this dude knows what he's doing. I'm so excited to have him. Tim Regan, bro. Hey, welcome what's to up, the show, Kyle? man. Appreciate you having me on, man. What you like, like every other relationship in my life, we became best friends over social media. That's right. Well, and anybody, <laughs> anybody that is willing to watch me take my shirt off on a video and then follow that up with your own shirtless video, that speaks volumes about who you are and the sicko that you are just like me. You know, I think it, I think it, I look, I've never confused myself with Brad Pitt, but <laughs> that doesn't mean that you can't have confidence. That's right. right. And just yep. being, being willing to, to show up and, and put it out there because guess what? People are going to judge you at whether That's you right. do it or you don't do it. Yep. And I just thought it was a unique story. You were telling how somebody was on the beach sending you a video with a shirt yeah. off. So you, you made a video. I was like, you know what? That's right. This is how much fun you can have on social. Now, I think I told you the story. My my kids are a little cringed. Uh, oh, gosh. One, one, of, one of them went to Google is like, Dad, I Googled Tim knows loads. Look <laughs> at what showed up. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was love like, it. Perfect. It's working. <laughs> 100%. And, and man, we're, we're, we're going to get into all that stuff because there's so much to unpack just from you and I being willing to do those videos. But just yeah. so people understand, you you are a part of of Upland, which is powered by VIP Mortgage. You've been in the mortgage space for over 20 years. You got started in 1999, yep. back in the day when everybody was like, unplug your computers on December 31st. Y2K is coming. I didn't even have an email for like the first. Oh, my gosh. Years. We took all no voicemail either. We Unbelievable. took all the notes on those little like pink notepads. Um, it's it's no, incredible yeah. the 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 places that that technology has taken us and and so man you you you've been in lending forever and and so you if you chose right you could say man I I don't need social media like I've been doing this for two decades I know what works I know how to grow a business but you were smarter than that and you really decided to lean in to this thing we call social media and so I want to go back. Because I asked you before we hit record, like, bro, what's the one thing you want to talk about? Like, you you for sure want to make sure we cover. And and you said how to get started. Yeah. 
because that's where people struggle. So let, let's talk through that with your story. Yeah. I mean, let, let's go back. I mean, obviously, you know, on Facebook, I was posting once in a while, I would do a live around the holidays, but no, yeah. no meaningful video as it pertains to my career, my doing mortgage. And fast forward to 2020. And, and I just want to say this real quick, any success story, any success any of us have, it's always a team effort. There, there's, yeah. It's never one, one thing. Yep. I always want to give credit. And I was in a clubhouse room, right? With good old clubhouse, your, your friend, Phil Treadwell, Come on. Um, Neil Dingra and Connor Moraine. And I kept asking questions over the course of a couple of days. And finally, Connor was like, hey, man, go make 100 TikToks and then let's figure out what you learned about it. Wow. And at first I was like, bro, I don't even know you. How are you going to say that to me? Yeah. But but the way my brain works is I've been told all the things I can't do and can't achieve my whole life. Yep. Man, you want to you get me going, tell me there's something I can't do or can't accomplish. And I, I, I love trying to prove people wrong. And so I got started and it started very basic doing a duet video or a reaction video or trying to do a stitch video, all things with not a whole lot of words or movement, certainly no dancing and just yeah. started that way and committed and st started stacking it up and stacking it up. And then I'd be like, yo, Connor, I'm at 30. Yo, Connor, I'm at 60. Yo, I'm at like 70. And he's like, bro, get to 100. Let's go get to 100. And, and so I got there. And, and, and looking back, we had a conversation. And I was like, man, it was all in my head that getting started was really the hardest part. Yeah. Now, you can get into after getting started and the consistency and structure and blah, blah, blah. But if you don't get started, you can't even have a conversation of consistency or right. quality or any of the other things that have to happen after you get started. So talk to me about, you know, Connor challenges you essentially in this clubhouse room. Yeah. Right. And, and so you had that moment to, to be able to right? like we've all been able to do is, is like, be like, man, what a jerk, what a hole. <laughs> right. And then do nothing. Right. Like sure. have excuses to, to wallow in your comfort or, you can go, well, I, I don't know that I like that very much. And it kind of hurt my feelings, but, but let, let's go, let's see. So what, what do people need to, to just open up TikTok or open up Instagram and start? Like, do you remember, did, did you go follow a certain account or, or did you just go, I'm just going to suck my way through this. And, and you just started doing the, you know, your first stitch, like walk us through that. Yeah, I mean, certainly there were there was a you know early days of Clubhouse. There were plenty of people to follow, and there were some people you know Greg out of Las Vegas, uh, a girl named Theoni out of uh, she's in Delaware, and and then Neil obviously who I had been following for a while, and and Neil certainly was a, a great person to try to emulate or at least look to uh, as a standard of some sorts, right? And just. Just by just by being willing to try something, do something, take the action, you know, it's it's morphed into what it is now, which is 
maybe a little bit too much of a hodgepodge. I probably have too much fun. I probably need to niche back down a little bit more to just mortgage, but I love having fun on, on TikTok. I would say, you know, Instagram's, you know, uh, business in the front and TikTok's the party in the back, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was really just a matter of, of just watching a few things and just being willing to try and, TikTok, I have found to be a very user-friendly platform to create on. And there was probably the first six, eight, nine months where I created everything on TikTok within the app. And it was actually much easier than I think a lot of people realize. It's a very user-friendly platform. How how were you able to overcome... You know, because what I hear from most people is like, what if what if I look stupid? You know, what if nobody likes it? You know, so early on, you you had to know you were going to suck at first, right? So how how did you choose to knowing that overcome it anyway and and just put yourself out there? Because me and the people I care about and the and the people I'm responsible for, my wife, my kids matter more than anybody else, right? And yeah. if if by being willing to put myself out there, it gave me opportunities that weren't there previously. This is a perfect example of it. I was fully willing to do whatever that meant to just put myself out there. Yeah. And I've never been super shy, but I've also never done a whole lot of video. I, I always yeah. felt with when it came to video, I always felt like it had to be this like perfect cookie cutter commercial style, highly produced kind of things. And, you know, watching some of the stuff on TikTok where it was just very impersonal, phone in the face, having a thought and and moving on and how engaging some of those videos were. I was like, man, I, I, I can do that. There's no reason I can't do that. Yeah. And as I just continue to try and experiment, it's it's now like looking looking forward. There will be very few times where I'm not posting something on some platform somewhere because yeah, becoming a creator and and awakening that kind of creative vibe inside of me, it's it's fully awakened now. Like I'm I'm all in on it. Well, and and I always try to be careful when like we've gotten really accustomed of like using the word creator. And I think because that word, you know, creative is is derived from it. There's so many people who are like, but you don't, you don't understand him. Like, I'm not creative. You're funny. I'm not funny. And so what I love about TikTok specifically, and you can do this, I think, on Instagram now too, with within reels, is just stitching other people's stuff. Right. So taking something they say and then just giving your your feedback on it. Yeah. It's such a simple, practical way to do content that requires zero creativity <clears throat> from you. So yeah. Can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, I mean, it, it's very true. And and there, so a stitch video, a duet video. How many? If you've scrolled TikTok, you've seen plenty of duet oh, yeah. videos. Which, for anybody who doesn't understand, is a side by side where somebody is literally just watching somebody else do something. Offers no words, no doesn't say anything. Maybe makes a facial expression, and that's the whole video. Right. Um, one of the biggest accounts on tiktok uh oh my god what is his name where i know you're talking about yeah oh my god i can't think of his name uh 
Starts with a K. Anyway, he's never said a word. He's never said a word on yep. the platform. Hundreds of millions of followers. Hundreds of millions. Yeah. So it again, it's really just figuring out what's within your personality to do and what you'll commit to. That that's that's literally it. And I think once you figure out, at least in the real estate space, right? To some degree, I think there is too much of pointing to text. And I, I like to hear people's thoughts on things. Right. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Totally personal. Um, but we all spend a, a, a pretty good amount of time learning this craft. If you care anything about having yeah. success, you're learning things, you're taking in opinions, you're giving opinions. Those what's the difference of picking up a phone and having a conversation with a client or right. a colleague versus I'm recording what I'm saying right now. Just record it and put it out there. Yeah. More, more people, I, I think people think uh, they don't have anything unique to say, right? And right. The, tru- the truth is they have so much that's unique to say. And, and something else that struck me last summer uh, when I was at an event th- that the quote was, you know, if you really care about helping people, if you truly care about helping people, not sharing the things you know and your experience becomes selfish at some point. Mm. Right. So good. We were we were talking about it before we got on. You know, as I look over the hundreds of first-time home buyers I've helped over the years, they've all had a range of 10 to 12 questions that are similar. Now, some had right. some other stuff, but there's at least a dozen questions there that if you've spent six months in real estate, you can speak to pretty pretty well and have a conversation. And the conversation just goes from having it in a one-on-one setting on a phone yeah. call to into a phone that will be broadcast to hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe millions. And man, I I, I want to talk about the the challenge you're doing because so you've got, you know, you've got a video, like I'm looking at your TikTok right now. You've you've got a video that's sitting, you know, 400 views shy of 350,000. Right. That's 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 huge. But then you've also got a video right below that that has nine views. Yeah, it's probably the one I just posted. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you've got one that has 64. Then there's one with multiple thousand. Then there's so what what I as we jump into your challenge, what I want you to talk about is how do you keep from getting like, oh, my gosh, 300,000 people watch this and then. Oh man, I suck. Nine people saw this video. But the ebb and flow of social media is freaking crazy. So, yeah. how do you keep yourself removed from letting the the vanity metrics like really be what propel you and 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 stay steady as an actual, you know, consistent creator? Yeah. In a lot of cases the the views are the roadmap. The platform and the people watching will tell you what they want to know more about. Yeah. Right. And so uh, that's, that's really it for me. The views are not as important as the, the engagements, whether it's in the comments, in the, in the, um, you know, DMs on other platforms or even on my Calendly of the people that I do Zoom consult, you know, consult over Zoom as a result of putting a video out. The, the views really just tell you, okay, this is something that people on this platform would like to see more or know more about. That To me, that's really all it is. 
Yeah. The the view the views are are really more a van Andy metric, which you know, I know that's kind of a you know, sexy word that people, people bring yeah. out a lot. Right. But it's true. Yeah. It's, 100%. Really ju- it's really just a way to say, okay, this is something maybe either it was, wasn't delivered correctly or the platform just doesn't really have interest in, in knowing or learning this. So how, like, you know, we wanted to make this episode a lot about how to get started. Yeah. What would your advice be to the young creator that they're, they're you and you're Connor and you're like, go create a hundred videos. And so they may not get a ton of viewership in the beginning. They may not get a lot of engagement. They may not get a lot of DMS. In fact, they're probably not going to. So what's your advice to them? What, what was your advice to yourself to not get 20 videos in and go, this sucks. I'm quitting. Um, well, again, this is personal to me. I, I knew, I knew my kids would hate it. So that gave extra motivation. <laughs> <laughs> um, what my favorite thing to hear is to have that showed up on my kids for you or my friends for you page. I'm like, Oh my yes, gosh, winning, winning, but, I but let's it. be serious for a second. I think the important thing is that the insecurities you have as a creator are usually yours and not everybody else's. Right. I, I have a ton of insecurities. I've never had one person be like, yo, and call this out. Not to say that right. it doesn't happen, yeah. right? But I've just subscribed to the thought that that says more about them than it does about me. I know yep. who I am and I know that I'm a good person and I I try to act with good intention in my life. Yeah. And if somebody wants to be mean or nasty that doesn't know me on the internet, that's more about them than me. Yep. So, you, you, you know, don't worry about your insecurities. You're going to be judged anyways. The stuff that you have to say and the things that you have learned are so valuable to many. Yeah. Yep. And don't be afraid to share those things. And, and third, and, you know, fourth, just have fun. What's the right. worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? You get 20 videos in and say, you know what, maybe TikTok isn't for me or maybe Instagram isn't for me. Um, there are other ways to be successful in this business. Do I think right. video is extremely important moving forward? In in all business, I, I do, but that's not to say you can't have success without it. Oh, one hundred percent. And and I I think this leads us into, you know, what I think people have to stay mindful of long term is what is the benefit of getting to a hundred, and maybe not a ton happened in that moment. But that now when people find you moving forward, there's a hundred videos of you that they have the ability to watch. Yeah, there, right? there's, there's, I think there's a few hundred now, but there, there is an element of social proof to that for right. sure. Especially with younger clients um, as a lender, other agents look, look at that and say, okay, you must be doing something right. And it's it's an element of social proof. It's it's putting out a business card every day, if you will, of allowing somebody to know, like, and trust you, and potentially engage with you. And and so for me, you know, I think putting it out there and showing some of who you are, and maybe not just the buttoned up suit and tie, super professional, because we're all a, a lender is what I do. It's not who I am, right? Right. And I think that's yep. true for for pretty much everybody in this world. Your profession isn't who you are. 
Um, there's more to you than that. Right. So, and, but this also speaks to, you know, you mentioned pre, like before we hit record, you know, the difference in just seeing social media as social media. Right. And seeing social media as a place to create, cultivate, nurture, and grow a personal brand. Yeah. Social media is really just the vehicles. I, I get it. I lived through 2020 also. I understand how toxic certain platforms were yeah. and, and how there was a love-hate. And we see what's going on with, you know, Elon on Twitter and, you know, whatever, right? Social media is is what you cultivate it to be ultimately. But as a professional, it's really just a vehicle to help build your social brand, your your personal brand at scale. So would you have like if if you were coaching someone through this that is is more of a novice, are there specific questions that you would challenge them to think through in regard to branding? Yeah, everybody, everybody's different. Um, I'll tell you what's interesting that I've found is three things that come to mind is some of the most common things that come up are, you know, what do I say? How do I actually use the platform? I know how to scroll and like, and maybe send a message, but how do I actually utilize the platform? And, and the third one is, is there are people who have an understanding of who their client avatar really are, but are afraid to speak to just them. Yeah. They, f- they feel like it's alienating other people. Um, and and I, I think in order to, to get, get your personal brand across, you have to have some understanding of, of, yeah. of who you are. Yep. What do you, what do you like? Who are you trying to attract? Who are they? Right. My guy Buck says that all the time. Who are they? Yeah, you have to think about that, and I think figuring out who you are and who they are, and how where those two things intersect, and speaking to as much of that as possible, um, doesn't alienate other people. The more you can speak to that with authority, the more it attracts all people. Right? One hundred percent. More the more you can you can deliver a message with authority, sound intelligent, maybe even get a laugh or two. It attracts more people than it will turn away. Now you have to do the work on the back end of making sure you're available to meet with everybody, all clients, not just luxury or not just first-time home buyers. If you truly want to grow, um, getting started over time, that clientele base hopefully does whittle down to what you want want it to be. But in the beginning, as a new agent, certainly you you want to you want to give yourself every opportunity for success. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. My so my leadership team right now for content compounding, we this just this morning. So we're going through a book called Traction. Mm-hmm. And it asks us in the book like to identify what is your core focus. And so it's really challenging me to like how would I articulate what we do, who would it be for? And and so I approached my leadership team this morning with with what I felt our core focus was, and their first thought was, well, if you say realtors and lenders, like what about insurance agents, mm-hmm. right? What about them and what about them? And so what you're saying is exactly true that we're bent to instantly go, 
Well, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that cuts off a percentage of people, right? That, that we have the potential to work with. So our brain wants to fight against that at first. Then I added, we don't just want to work with realtors and lenders. We want to work with seasoned realtors and lenders that are struggling with technology. Mm. So again, right? That caused my team to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. But what about like the savvy people? So our brains are wired to fight for the masses. But the most successful people in the world around us are the ones that fought through that and went, yes, I can, yes, we can work with them, but we rather work with them. Yeah. And that's hard. No, that's, I mean, that, I mean, you think, think of some of the biggest brands in the world, right? Is McDonald's for everybody? No. Is Nike for everybody? Right? Nope. Is Apple for everybody? They're, they're not, but they've done a good job of building brand with right. who they are, right. that it's, it's, it's a magnet. And in, you know, in McDonald's case, right. It's convenience and affordability. Right. Right. I mean, everything, everybody has their, their thing. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not for other people. It's just meant to attract a certain segment to right. have the best opportunity for success. Well, and I, I love this conversation, Tim, because this ultimately to me is the game changer for how to start. Because if, if, if a realtor or lender listening to this, if they just go, well, I just want to be everybody's realtor. Mm-hmm. I just want to be everybody's lender. Well, now I sit down at the drawing board and I'll go, go okay, what video do I want to do today? What does everybody need right now? The answer is nothing. Yeah. Wow. And so I've yeah, stifled when you think of my it that creativity way, true. before I even started. Yeah. Right. My my career didn't begin to grow until I said, I don't do social media for everybody. I do social media for realtors and lenders. And as soon, Tim, as I got intentional about that, I then got a call from, from a nanny organization. <laughs> And they were like, hey, could you come speak to our group? We're going to have about 250 nanny agency owners. Wow. And we think that what you teach realtors and lenders could also be valuable for us. 100%. I love that story. That's how this works. You can't get any different. I mean, you cannot get any further away. (laughs) Polar opposites, right? So that, that is the... That's the power of this. And so what, what I want to finish, because I said I want to talk about the challenge, and then we, you know, chased a yeah. few rabbits down a few holes. But Bro, I tell you, we could probably sit here for two days and, and not repeat anything. <laughs> there's there's no doubt. Well, yeah. and that just speaks to the vastness of this, right? You sure. you would be seen as as a really strong content creator in mortgage. I'm I'm a content coach, and yet there's so much for us to learn. And so many areas for us to grow in, even though we're considered the expert of something. Yeah. I, I I've come to dislike the word expert. I, I yeah. just realized that I, I'm a learner. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a lifelong I, I don't know everything in mortgage. Yeah. I, don't I love know that. everything in real estate. I don't know everything in social. Uh, I'm curious and I want to be a learner. I love because that. As quickly as you learn something, especially in our industry it changes. And so as quickly as you learn it, sometimes you need to forget it. 
So you have to be, be able to adapt and change and move on the fly because the only, I mean, it, again, not to be t- too cliche, but literally the only constant in lending is change. And and the crazy thing is, is in our industry, it's almost always an, oh, by the way, like there's not this whole big, oh, this is coming, this is coming. A lot of times it's, oh, this is changing Monday. Right. <laughs> Right. And and so you have to be able to know and understand things and then go and learn it in a completely different way and then understand how it applies to situations yeah. you'll come across with clients. And social is the same way. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's hard to be a true expert. Now, you can have a good base of foundation, all that stuff, but it changes so quickly. If you don't commit to learning, it passes you by. And I I love that. I love that explanation because the greatest of experts are the greatest learners. Yeah. Right. You look at, at, you know, Einstein, you know, you, you look at Michael Jordan, the greatest of anything, what they always knew is that there was more for them to know. Yeah. That's funny. You brought that up. I, kid from Chicago in the Jordan era. I just watched last dance for like the seventh oh, time. Dude. So great. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, not the sidetrack. No. I'll, it, but, but but his competitive spirit, like, I mean, there's a lot to learn from, you know, the fact that, man, he, even if, if he had to make some things up to get himself going, I mean, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. I mean, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. Uh, don't get me wrong. LeBron is great. There's a lot of great players. Steph is great. To me, Jordan is the greatest. For those of you that didn't, that are actually listening to the podcast, you you aren't able to see me hold my Michael Jordan pop uh, toy Fun that pop, sits yeah. behind me. My, yeah. My, so right next to a, my Luca. I just got a couple for for Christmas. So I got Erica from uh, Stranger Things. I love her sass on that show. Man, I've never watched that show. Oh man, my kids got me into it. Um, really incredible. I loved, it. I loved it. And then I've got Chunk from Goonies. I love Dude, Goonies. Come so, on, yeah. freaking Chunk! I love, I love it. That's so awesome. Okay, <laughs> so not to turn this in, we could we could turn this into a pop culture podcast very quickly if we're not careful. So. What I want to bring bring it back to Tim as we kind of wrap this thing up is, you started a challenge for for 2023 to do a, a TikTok every day of 2023. Yes, You've sir. got some people on board that have agreed to do it with you. Talk to us about it. Can people still join you? Let's let's hear about the challenge. Yeah. So what I realized is that the times that I do display consistency is is the times when it's actually easiest to be creative and in the moment and create and and to just free flow with it the times that i have breaks it's you get that weight of oh man i've got to restart and that pressure oh my god so i said you know what i'm gonna go 365 days once a day a hundred percent admittedly there will be some that are boring and probably don't get views. It's not for everybody. It's right. this challenge right. is for me. This yeah. is for me to prove to me on the consistency side. Right. And, and if you want to join, you absolutely can still join. You can send me an email. You can reach out to me on, on social. Is it okay to give my email? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You can email me T Regan, T 
T-R-E-G-A-N at Upland, U-P-L-E-N-D dot V-I-P to enter the challenge. And even if you didn't start January 1 and you just want to start from where you are and see how many days you can go consistent, I've found I've had the best growth, the best interactions, come across the better better accounts and account creators and have connected with more people in in the times when I'm being consistent, right? And so I just, that was really the... Well, the, and the thought behind getting started is I, the, I've proved to myself getting started is one thing. I, I sure. need to really dive in on the consistency side. Well, and the the what I love about what you're doing is it's the community aspect. Hundred you know, percent. When you get alongside people that are struggling with the same things that you are, you know, it reminds you that you're not alone. It reminds you that other people are going through this stuff, and it's just so encouraging. Um, I just started. Uh, it's called the Conqueror. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. What is that? So it's an app that you you basically like. So it cost me thirty bucks, and so then you go in and you pick. Uh, a, essentially, it's like a, a race kind of. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I went in, paid thirty bucks. I picked Yosemite National Park, and so it's a seventy-five mile virtual trek through Yosemite Park. And so when I complete it, I have a certain number of days that I have to walk so many miles, I have to walk 75 miles. And once I complete it, they send me like this cool, like medal for completing the race. And dude, it's created so much accountability in my, that's an and app. yeah, it's a, it's an app, it's a website. And then, and then you download the app once you, once you, you buy in. Mm. And then once I finish that race, then I can purchase another one and and so like this year, my goal is to see like how many of those medals can I collect? Wow. And by doing I like it, that. I will have walked thousands of miles. And so it's going to help me achieve my goals. Right. And so this is your video challenges is the same thing, right? It's yeah. it's setting milestones. It's putting the carrot out in front of you that, that you're going after. And, uh, man, it's just, I just love it. And so I hope, I hope everybody listening will, will email you. Uh, where do they where do they find you on on TikTok? Man, you can find me at Tim Knows Loans on all platforms. Tim Knows Loans, everything. Uh, I love it. Um, everything except YouTube. I haven't really do- dove down the YouTube rabbit hole yet. Um, it's coming. Technically, I have a a a YouTube uh, account. I haven't uh, haven't done a whole lot with it on on YouTube. It's it's Phoenix Show and Tell with Tim Regan. Uh, I've got some plans for that coming up this year. I just haven't uh, haven't started it yet. I love it, bro. Yeah. I, I know you're busy, so thank you so much for for coming on the show and and cutting it up with me. No, man, thank you for being a, 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 an example of what possibility is if you just put yourself out there and and just be willing to connect with people. Thanks, There's man. so many amazing people out there, and social can be a yeah. way to connect with great communities all over the world. So I agree. Well, look at us. We kept our shirts on for, for an entire <laughs> podcast, so our kids won't have to be mortified by being our children. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Guys, you, man. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you kept your clothes on during this episode. If you didn't, that's weird. But we'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya.
Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.